0: Welcome to the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Here are your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stahm.
1: All right, welcome to our podcast where we cover business in the news and add our legal twist. My name is Nasser Pasha. And I'm Matt Stahm. And here we are today on another episode. Today's Monday, my favorite episode day, second to Wednesday. In the top two. It's, yeah, top two. yeah, Top two of the week. Well, that's good.
2: You're the one that kind of discovered this. I, I wasn't as. Yeah. I, I don't, were you familiar with it beforehand
1: or? Actually, I it's funny enough how I found out about this. I was happened to look at Google Maps and I was navigating somewhere. And it said that, you know, there was a traffic is, incident reported by Waze and W-A-Z-E. And Waze is like a it, it was kind of like a navigating app. But it's really cool on road trips because what it'll do is it'll tell you if there's a, an accident in front of you or if there's a cop. A speed trap and how it how it works is that you can actually report like if you see a police officer you can say okay i just saw a police officer and hit a button and then it, it's like basically reporting it to the app and then now everyone else sees it and so now there's this kind of social aspect to kind of reporting the traffic and and different incidences or even attractions and so forth and so so their data became so valuable because of the users that Google Maps actually acquired them for their data, of course, to integrate within Google Maps. And if those of you use Google Maps pretty regularly, you are you've already noticed in the past six months of how much more information you have. I mean, as far as traffic data on, I remember in San Diego it used to show, you know, those red, yellow and green lines for traffic data only on highways because that's the only way it had sensors. And if you were in another city that wasn't as advanced, you would have no traffic data whatsoever. But now you have traffic data on on side streets and pretty much every street that has enough people based upon this kind of reporting data from Waze and other sources as well.
2: And I think that's pretty common, at least I, I'm one of the few people that uses, or at least I feel like I am that, have an iPhone and use use the actual maps app that comes on there I don't get I mean people complain about it all the time I never have problems with it it's it
1: works just fine for me but I think it had problems in the beginning but that's it you know because I think because when when Apple decided to if you recall I, I think at one point they said okay we're gonna get not list Google Maps on the store at all and they had some backlash with that. So I think it was more of a PR thing than, than anything else.
2: Yeah. And, and I get so ways I I understand this. It kind of you're stuck in a traffic jam. You let people know. So maybe down the road when you're trying to decide where to go, someone might do the same for you.
1: And well, what's neat about it is if you have the program running, I think this is how it works is that it'll actually record how fast you're going and things like that so that it can actually record average, you know, traffic pace.
2: Yeah. So is that, that's what I was trying to figure out. Is that what all these little
1: weird creatures are that look like Kirby? Yeah. Kirby. Yeah. From uh, Nintendo, I believe. Is that what these things are? Uh, I guess they look like they're basically little dialogue bubbles with smiley faces on it. If you can picture that, if you've never seen them before,
2: it was some of them are Kirby's and then there's like a dog. And so anyways, yeah, that's ways. And there's another site called phantom alert, which looks to be a similar thing one of the problems I have with them is it's like, Oh, DUI checkpoint. It's like, well, if someone should get a DUI, we don't need to be telling people
1: like, <laughs> yeah, speeding's is one thing. You're right. Speeding is one thing, but DUI traps are a different thing. That's, that's true. You're, you're
2: causing more harm than you are doing good by letting people avoid DUI checkpoints anyway. So yeah. I'm on the phantom alert site as well. looks pretty similar. Same sort of concept, a lot more icons, but Yeah, so we're we're talking about a couple similar ideas. And so Waze had approached Phantom Alert a few years back in 2010 about some possible sharing databases because it's like I said, it's similar ideas. And Phantom Alert said they weren't interested basically because it looks like they gave the response of, We have a better database than you do. So why should we, you know, what are we getting out of this relationship? And so I guess Waze allegedly didn't take you know, didn't take that too well of that. And as kind of they're, what they're being accused of now is scraping the data from Phantom Alert site in order to basically beef up their database and their user base. And that's what eventually got them assume or at least in part eventually got them bought out by, by Google. And the interesting thing about this is Phantom Alert is saying, you know how we know about this is we put all these fake points of interest on our database that weren't real and guess what? They got copied onto Waze's database, which yeah. is something that would have never happened if they were real. But, you know, it's it's the way we were able to, to figure this
1: out. Yeah, it looks like they uh, got caught red-handed. I, I think computer terms, don't they call it like a honey trap or a... Fishing? No, that we're not fishing here. It's a, it's some kind of honey trap, I think it's the is the term or, or what have you, where they do this with spamming too. So they'll set up fake email accounts that you register and I do this all the time too like I I put specific email addresses because I have a catch-all email address for every single registration so if I start getting spam from some other third party I'll know where it actually came from and where my data was stolen and so they do the same thing with uh, this and it looks like they actually took this data and now they're being sued which makes sense because if you think about it from reading the complaint it seems like this happened a while ago but only now is this lawsuit being filed of course after they've been acquired by google and of course if you look at the actual complaint which i'm looking at now includes both google and ways as defendants so of course uh, if they were just suing ways it may not have been as lucrative of a a, uh, lawsuit
2: well ways i believe is free to use right so i don't know how much revenue they're even producing obviously google is producing significant amount of revenue so
1: it was yeah. i think they're making money now google are they <laughs> cash flow positive yet i know they were a startup not too long ago so
2: they have enough money to create a new logo that people are going crazy about But i don't really understand it but but yeah you're right because this is this is done in 2012 or at least they're what they're alleging occurred back in 2012 so or at least when it started and
1: they specifically refer to dates like in uh, june 2013 so they, they've been sitting on this and I think they, let's see, Google acquired them when I believe it was this year. So here's the thing about the data that was actually stolen. I have literally run into this with different kind of clients and so forth, because there's this weird kind of concept that people still don't get about when there's data online that because it can be accessed by the public, I can use it and copy it and use it for my own purposes, however I want. And that's just not true. And it seems obvious from a legal perspective, but I can see how people may be thinking this happened like with a good common misconception, for example, when early internet was copying images. And so when people had different websites, they would just, you know, search images and then. Copy and paste it into their website, and voila, they they have their website done. But of course, that's simple copyright infringement. Yeah, how they probably did it, I don't know for sure. Is probably using a method of called data scraping, where it's basically it's similar to what Google does. They you have certain scripts that go to a website and basically accesses the public data that is presented through web page or through some some back channels or what have you, and. Copies that data and then puts it into their own system. And of course, if you don't know which one the fake point of interest are, then you're going to copy the fake ones in there. And so, this exact same kind of scenario happened with a site. Actually, it was an attack on Craigslist. It was this other company, Three Taps. I'm not sure what the website that they ran. Basically, they were copying the Craigslist listings. And in that site, actually, Craigslist ended up losing because of some kind of loophole. Basically, they said that. Just like Ways and Phantom Alert, their data was data submitted by users like you and I, and so the question is: Okay, if we if we're the ones submitting it, how does Craigslist or how does Ways or how does Phantom Alert own this content? And so Craigslist and like these other companies too, they said that we have an exclusive license to this data. Except in this Craigslist case, they happen to forget to put the word exclusive in there. So then, when you said that, then it's then it becomes a question of whether you own the right or not. And so, but. Assuming that Phantom Alert had an exclusive license to this data and they aggregated all this data that has been submitted from users like you and I and they submit it and then Waze takes it, that can be construed as maybe copyright infringement, but there's also there's aspects of conversion there. There's different legal theories that can, can apply. And that's basically what Phantom Alert did. They sued for conversion. And they sued for copyright infringement, which are are the two legal theories that probably fit best for this.
2: So, I mean, there's ways to go about it where it's possible they can get away with. Now, I'm not saying in this specific instance, but in general, with the way data scraping works. But in this instance, it looks like they just pretty much straight ripped off their... I mean, especially because they're doing the same thing. So they just ripped off their site and used that information to essentially get bought up by Google and or acquired by Google and like I think a lot of these case a lot of the ones we discuss I think this will end up you know Google will end up paying Phantom Alert some amount of money and you know do whatever cuz we don't even know for sure how much of the data they they took from ways correct I mean it's just a Yeah
1: and it, and it could be it could be very minuscule data. Or or who knows, maybe Waze has a defense. I was thinking maybe because both are user-submitted content, somehow there were other users that were taking one data from one set to another, but but they have all these different algorithms too. I was reading from, from both Waze and Phantom Alert is they have algorithms to determine fake places of interest in, and real ones based upon how many people are submitting the site, you know, how many people confirm it, whether it's accurate or not and things like that and the timing and who's doing it and all that. And so assuming the allegations are true, it would seem strange and who knows exactly what happened, but these are pretty specific allegations that that fact that these fake points of interest are on the Waze database is pretty damning in itself. I'm not sure how Waze or Google for that matter is going to get out of that. And I would suspect that any of these instances that happened before Waze was acquired most likely Waze would be have to indemnify Google for that. And so I suspect that since Waze was just acquired that if there is any kind of liability, it's gonna come back to Waze and it's gonna come out of their acquisition money. Yeah. Where else would it come from, you know? Yeah,
2: and if it's all user submitted data, then what's it really matter? But supposedly Phantom Alert does have this systematic process of identifying points of interest for users, et cetera. So there it's more than just I don't know what it is, but there is more than just users seeing something, putting it on this this grid, and that's what they're really claiming is being compromised.
1: And if you think about it, both their businesses, both Ways and Phantom Alerts are acquisition plays, right? I mean, there's not only so much they can do with that data because if you have to log into their software to use their app, it may not have all the bells and whistles that Google Maps have and, and has and vice versa, and so Google Maps or Apple Maps is a great acquisition target for them. And so when their competitor, Waze, goes and gets acquired by Google on the back, so-called backs of Phantom Alert's data, I can understand why they may be upset. I mean, even from the actual, I don't know if it's from the complaint or the press release, they describe how Mr. Scott, who's apparently the, the founder, he said, I started Phantom Alert seven years ago as an entrepreneur with a dream, and now that dream has been crushed by companies that are profiting from years of blood, sweat, and tears our team put into our product. A little dramatic, but I can understand that kind of uh, position.
2: Yeah, it's frustrating, but to be honest, the Waze... Well, I think they're both kind of stupid, but (laughs) I think Waze looks better than than Phantom Alerts. Phantom Alerts is just all school zones and too busy right uh, well the, the thing i don't understand it's because i've never used Is how so how do you know about these do the is it overlay on whatever
1: maps app you're using or no it has its own map well at least Waze does it has its own it had its own map software i'm sure the app is still running and I think it used actually uses Google Maps to to navigate, but it's it's still under its own software. Does now, I'm
2: assuming, at least.
1: Yeah, it does now, I'm sure. And Phantom Alert tends to focus on speed traps, speed cameras, like you said, DUI checkpoints and red light cameras and so forth. And Waze does a little bit, it, it does that too, but it, it doesn't focus on that. It has more of a focus on traffic and, and things like that, which... I mean, again, but I mean, they're still competitors, but just by looking, looking at the two apps and Waze does seem to be a little bit better. And I heard of Waze years before. I've never heard of Phantom Alert. So if that's anecdotal to how popular Phantom Alert was, I don't know.
2: Yeah, Phantom Alert's more for police enforcement, which if the police were smart about it, they would just put on fake data points themselves and get people to drive through the areas
1: where they're really at. But that's where the the algorithm comes in, so. I'm not sold on it. Yeah, but what about the fact that they may have took the data? Even if it's not that great of a company or great of a software or what have you, if they took the data and that was part of the reason why Google, I mean, that's the reason why Google bought them is their data. I mean, not their software because they integrate that data into the Google Maps. It's a perfect fit.
2: Well, I mean, there's only so many ways you can figure out something on a map. What do you mean? You didn't pick up on that one, I guess.
1: No, I didn't get it. I don't get it. There's only so many ways. Oh, so many ways. <laughs> that was a great, great joke. <laughs> we should write that down. Yeah. Use that again. All right. Well, I think that's our uh, that's our episode on copyright infringement and and scraping data. Pretty common in business now.
2: Yeah. I mean, although it's uh, we only talked about these map apps or this map functions, I, it actually applies to a lot of businesses, I could, I could say with in terms of the data scraping side of it, or it could. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's
1: more than just these maps. <laughs> there are businesses, even amongst our clients, if you think about it, that are, are based upon gathering data. They have to be very careful on how they do that because even accessing a site multiple times for the purposes of scraping can have its liability issues let alone doing it and then copying it and then displaying it again on your site, which is a whole different issue. One thing I noticed is that in the complaint, it doesn't describe how Waze actually got the data. And I think that may come out later in discovery and may cause other uh, causes of action. Yeah, definitely. So, okay, well, thanks for joining us, everyone. Keep it sound, keep it smart.
0: This has been the Legally Sound Smart Business Show with your hosts, Nasir Pasha and Matt Stop. You should not act or rely on any information in the podcast without first seeking the advice of an attorney. The opinions expressed in the podcast reflect the views of those individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of any other individual or business. For more information about the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, visit LegallySoundSmartBusiness.com.